Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Leaf Sky Podcast. Here's your host, Jim Taddy. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Mike Bros, for that fine introduction. Welcome to Leaf Sky, Episode 24, Season 3. Jim Taddy with you for the next 20 minutes or so. David Alter from the SI Media Group is our guest, doing an early version this weekend. It's shorter than normal because my schedule is busy. Easter weekend is on the way. Thought I would squeeze something out to give you something to talk about regarding the Leafs as they push into their final six games. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That is correct. Make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down an all-major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlay spreads, money lines, and over-unders and props, your betting options feel endless because guess what, guy? They are. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Here is the call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. The promo code is THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for complete details. All right, on to the hockey story. And, oh, no, Sunday night, Lucas Raymond blows a tire and rolls over Matt Murray, who lands squarely on the back of his head, and he had to be removed from the game, concussion protocol. Nobody knows the extent of this, but it wouldn't be his first, and that's a scary premise. So Samsonov comes in. They push it because he played the night before, and just when you think you're playing a meaningless game and arresting people and have all the good intentions, the Fickle Fate Award comes out and knocks out your goalie. So I don't know what all this means, but we did explore it with David Alter from the SI Media Group, and here is that conversation. David, everything was going along smoothly until Lucas Raymond blew a tire and rolled into Matt Murray, and Matt Murray smacked the back of his head. I mean, this could change everything. Yeah, it could. Uh, I, I think going into it, there was a pretty good indication that Elias Samsonov was 
kind of the front runner for the starting goaltending position. And I think this will probably cement it at this point, depending on what the prognosis is for Murray. Uh, but let's let's be real. This is a guy who's had head issues in the past and has had a multiple amount of injuries this season with the Maple Leafs. So whatever the case may be, they're going to be very cautious with him. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised if we see Joseph Wall get in the goal for the game on Tuesday against Columbus just because Samsonov had to come in there very sore after playing the night before and um, and getting a workout in and all the things that a goaltender knowing that they're going to be a backup does on those situations. So, um, yeah, it does change a lot of things. You know, depth at the position was something that was kind of a concern after the trade deadline, before the trade deadline, when, when the Leafs really did uh, fortify other positions, but they didn't do it with the goaltending. But they were adamant that Joseph Wall is a good third option, and that's certainly going to be tested as a potential number two option if Murray's uh, injury lingers. Yeah, you don't want to be an alarmist, but you know when you look at this Leafs team, obviously there's tons of depth on the blue line. The goaltending is three deep, but you really never want to go three deep when you're in the playoffs. And up front, there's there's I think there's good depth, but it's but it's a young depth in terms of you know guys that there's going to be some Marlies that might may get a look here or maybe pressed into service. Are you okay with with the roster as it is? Yeah, I, look outside of the goaltending, I, I've been pretty okay with it. Like I, I like what they did from a defensive standpoint and all the other um, options and things that they did uh, forwards as well. They, they didn't do too much, but uh, Nola Chari and, and Sam Lafferty, I think are good center winger guys that can kind of fill into that role. And of course, Ryan O'Reilly provided he comes back very soon, which it looks like could happen uh, will be a, a good way for the Leafs to have either an improvement at the top six position or even uh, at the um, at the third line center spot, which could very well be the spot that Ryan O'Reilly factors in now, just given the lack of playing time he's had with the Maple Leafs in the recent weeks. So I like what they did. All those other things, I don't think you could fault them for. Sure, they have to get their chemistry going. That's still maybe a little bit of a concern, but I don't think you can fault them for what they did. I think... They're built pretty well. It's really just going to be a matter of if the goaltending can steal them a game or two because in a seven-game series, you need that every now and then. And I felt in previous years, the Leafs haven't had that level of goaltending where you felt, okay, that was a game stolen by Campbell or that was a game stolen by Anderson or, or anyone else. And not, not a while. Like I think 10 years ago was the last time I said that about any Leafs goaltender in a playoffs. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with you. And, you know, we've got six games. So we're talking that David and I are chatting before the game against Columbus on Tuesday night. So there's six games left. And, and really the six games I'm not concerned about at all. I just really want them to get through them in, in a healthy fashion and not have any more weirdo stuff, things happen to, to players with injuries. Uh, but you go back to now, I, th I think we can go back to past playoff series, certainly against Tampa. And if you want to go back to the Montreal one where key things didn't happen at key points in the series and in, and in those games. And, you know, quite frankly, when I look at this roster, the way it's layered, I, I don't have that concern anymore. How about yourself? Yeah. Look, I, I, I like every other position. Like they've got a good fourth line. Now they've got a lot of forwards provided they get healthy. Of course, uh, we don't know Nolachari's, uh, shorter long-term status right now because he has a neck injury himself, right? So there's that. 
Um, I like some of the pieces on defense, but outside of the top four, it's not really clear, you know, who the six or the seven is, if they're going to go 11 and seven or not. And so you factor all of that in, you know, I think they are a much more improved team. The five on five play since the trade deadline though, hasn't been fantastic. And so we're giving them a lot of the benefit of the doubt because it's a lot of new things at once. And they're going to show signs of improvement and kind of get it together at some point. Um, but um, it, it's tough when you get into the spot where the games really haven't been meaningful for a long period of time. And so they've really got to turn on the switch and show their best foot going in. Tampa's now starting to heat up, um, but I like the improvements that they made on the fourth line with the depth forwards because that was always um, a point of contention with the Maple Leafs. And Tampa got Tanner Janot, who's now... Still slowly starting to find his game and could be a problem for the Maple Leafs uh, bottom six as well. So I do like it. I do like some of the ads on defense. Uh, Victor Hedman having a bit of a dip in his play is also another great equalizer for the Maple Leafs there. So uh, you factor all of that in. They look pretty good. But again, I thought the Leafs were favorites against Montreal. I thought they were favorites against Tampa last year. And for one reason or another, it didn't work out for them. Yeah, I would agree with that. But this team seems to have a lot more answers. And, and this is why I don't worry about the six games that remain. When the playoffs start, you're going to have a game plan. It's either going to work or it doesn't. And, and if it doesn't, you got to tweak it fast. And if it does, you can't count on it working in every game. We're not talking sweeps here. We're talking six, seven games. And, and so it's just a constant search for the solution. And I'm kind of confident, even though we haven't really seen it since the trade deadline, kind of confident that with this mix of players, they can do that. Yeah, I think they can do it. I think their core is certainly gearing up. Uh, William Nylander has had a bit of a dip, same with John Tavares. But Austin Matthews is now starting to play at the level that we've expected him to play all season long. Uh, I think he's got six even strength goals since the trade deadline. So he's starting to show the best version of himself, the Hart Trophy version of himself. The, that's why he won it last year. Um, and I think he's going to have to come up big. I think a lot of the other guys are going to have to come up big. And it's funny because we talk about moments, right? Game six, Austin Matthews hits the post. We're talking about how big and how clutch Austin Matthews is if that puck doesn't hit the post and goes in and the Leafs are continuing on in the 2022 playoffs. But didn't happen. Um, They've got to find heroes. They've got to have goaltending that can at least match what uh, Vasilevsky is going to do on the other side, because I do like the way the Leafs match up at forward and defense against the opposition. It's the goaltending that is still the, the great equalizer for Tampa. Yeah, and, you know, we were talking about difference in players. Go back two years to Mitch Marner flip, flipping the puck over the glass in Montreal and that, that uh, I guess, sheepish look he had in his face. That guy yeah. isn't around anymore. The, the Mitch Marner that, that plays now is much more experienced. Yeah, and he, he's been a magician this year, right? Like the, the plays that he's been able to make and the confidence and swagger. Like um, he's, he's not doing as much humble pie stuff now. So like even little examples where I asked him if uh, after the game in Nashville, if he intended to head that puck the way he did or if it just hit him and he kind of moved. And he's like, did you see that heck, neck movement? Of course I meant to do that. Like he's he, he has vibrato like he's got that that star power that you need 
that when it comes to the playoffs, he's going to show that version of himself and not the one that we saw in All or Nothing that needs to be talked to from the GM that, that they have to check on him and see if he's okay. The only other concern right now with Mitch Marner is that, you know, he is resting and they're going to rest guys, but saying that he's got some bumps and bruises is interesting because I thought in the game before that um, against Ottawa, he did not look very good at all. Like it was, he was actually unnoticeable. And I, I kind of noted that to myself, but it was one game. So I didn't think anything of it. And he went from that to resting in that line. And, and, and right then and there, it was like, okay, that kind of makes sense to me because he seemed a bit off. So provided it is minor and he is right back in it tomorrow, which we expect. And uh, he's showing that dynamic, uh, confident version of himself that can make plays. Uh, then the Leafs are in good stead. Yeah, I mean, you have to defer to the team. I mean, they, they obviously know what's going on. I guess the other flashpoint, and we certainly saw it Sunday night against Detroit, is, is bunting. Um, I, you know, it's it's an easy thing to criticize the, the officiating, but we're not privy to what's being said on the ice. I, I got a feeling that he's got to learn to rein that in, or it could be costly in a playoff series. Yeah, yeah. I actually wrote about this today because, you know, I, I sympathize with a lot of Leaf fans when they see that situation. And I look at it, and it looks like he's getting a raw deal. There's no doubt. Like, uh, uh, when he gets cross-checked there, um, I don't see embellishment there. Is embellishment because he's not getting up right away? Like, I mean, I see a lot of guys who go down and they don't get up right away. Like, that's yeah. that doesn't seem like embellishment to be. Embellishment means, like, you're falling in an exaggerated way. And, I don't know, if you're getting cross-checked in the back, I don't know how that's possible. There's no equipment there. So um, it, he's in one. He's got something with the officials right now, for better or worse. And Leaf fans will talk about the standard of officiating and how poor it's been. And that might be true. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's true. No one's going to put an asterisk behind the Leafs not making the playoffs because, because the referees were biased towards Michael Bunting. Like, it's just not going to happen not how people are going to look back on a season or look back on anything. Uh, people complain about the officiating in game six in Tampa last year with some suspect calls in the pick in game seven as well. But you have to be better than that. Like, that's really what it comes down to. You want to you wanna change the narrative? You got to plow through all that other stuff and just not react in those moments. And the best reaction you could have uh, for, instead of an emotional one, is a goal-scoring one, a big play one, something that gets you guys right back on track, and you just treat it as if the previous transgression was nothing. And that's what the Maple Leafs have not been able to do for a long period of time. And it's what they need to do if they're going to have any sort of success. Tampa, they've been deep in the playoffs. They've got the respect of the officials. They know how to play the game better than most teams around the league. And that's going to be huge for them. Uh, as the politicking continues in a playoff series. David, that's extremely well said. Thanks very much for your time. You got it. Thanks for having me on. Last minute of play in this podcast. All right. Thank you, Mike Ross, for the time warning. Time now for Lickety Split. Yes, guy, no guy on the way out. Injuries scare you. Oh, yes, guy. Oh, I couldn't say it any better. Yes, guy. Yes, guy, no guy number two. I close my eyes for the remaining six games. That's going to be a facetious yes guy. I have to cover the game, so I'm not going to close my eyes, but I'm sure hoping the Leafs get through these without any more injuries or wacky things happening. And we go out on this, 
Yes, guy, no guy, bring on the playoffs. Oh, yes, guy. Please, fast forward two weeks ahead. This stuff is meaningless, it's tedious, and oh, so scary. Thanks for downloading Episode 24, Season 3 of Leafs Guy. I hope you come back next week for Episode 25.